Hey, what's going on? It is the Defiant Ones backstage here at Historic Washington Hall and is the first time for a man known as Gringo Loco. Welcome to Washington Hall, man. Thank you so much, man. This is a really exciting time for me, man. I'm really stoked to just be in this building. Yeah. Why is that, man? You, you hear about Defy? You, you watch the clips and whatnot? Uh, a couple times here and there. Yeah. Uh, people have mentioned, yeah. especially this week, uh, a lot of people that are close to me know that uh, I've never touched base in Seattle, let alone yeah. Defy. They said uh, he's really going to love this place. So, awesome. yeah, just super stoked, man. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. That's awesome, man. So so uh, what have you thought of Seattle so far, man? You digging it? Well, I mean, I've only seen a lot of trees yes. so far. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen much, but uh, and I probably won't. Uh, I got a 6 a.m. flight tomorrow morning. But okay. next time we're going to plan accordingly and see a little bit of the town and, uh, you know, see you around and see what you guys have to offer. Nice, man. Well, uh, okay, so Gringo Loco, where who came up with the name, dude? Okay, so it was given to me. Okay. Uh, I broke into a Lucha Libre gym long time ago in Chicago, about mm-hmm. 20 years ago, uh, according to one of those websites. I just had a 20-year sure. anniversary, yeah. and they said it was on Cinco de Mayo of all days, yeah. so that's all news to me, right? Uh, so they said that I reminded them uh, the style of the ring, uh, uh, Art Bar. You remember the yeah, Art Bar character? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I didn't know who he was. I had no idea anything about Love Machine or Eddie Guerrero, mm-hmm. anything. And uh, they said that I reminded them of uh, Art Bar. And they said, you know what? I went with the name Time Page because I thought it was cool and awesome and 15 yeah. years old. Sure. And I was spelled it all weird. And, yeah. and I thought it was awesome, right? So it was Time Page. And then under it, they would put Gringo Loco. Okay. And I thought it was a rib. They were just making fun of me. You yeah. know, the crazy, literally the crazy white guy who yeah. doesn't really know Lucha. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. But, you know, come to find out, it was actually the biggest compliment of my career. And I'm trying to take the name uh, to the stratosphere. So little by little, man. Yeah, man. Well, uh, so there is a really dope, like, lineage of lucha libre in chicago but it might not be really known uh can you you kind of fill us in a little bit about that because you said 20 years ago you know you you train like who's the person behind this yeah so i walked into this gym and there's all these amazing pictures of like dives and perfect plunges Mm -hmm. to the outside and big arenas and i'm like yo where's that oh it's mexico city uh, and, you know, I was still in high school, kind of like the same thing with Nick Wayne right now. And mm-hmm. uh, I knew that's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to study. I didn't want to go to school. Always been kind of business savvy. So I knew I had that in case wrestling didn't, uh, uh, you know, happen as quickly as I wanted it to. So it was actually the Escobedo brothers, which aren't like super known, but they opened the doors to me. They taught me, you know, the very basics, which I teach in my seminars till this day today. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they were just very accommodating. I remember my first training session just being completely enamored by how long they worked out before they even got in the ring to do spots. Sure. Bro. And that's what I, I run all my seminars with. Like, I, I try to kill them before they get in the ring. and then mm-hmm. So they appreciate being in the squared circle more so than just showing up. Oh, we're getting in the ring right away. No, no, no. Yeah. We have to do work before that. So, um, yeah, Escobedo Brothers, uh, I owe them a lot. And then, you know, down the line came Skyday, who's mm-hmm. trained a lot of world-renowned luchadors around yeah. the world. And then so on and so forth. There's so many other people that have been super influential. But uh, those two definitely uh, were the pillar of my career. Who are some of the people that we might know that you've trained with? I know um, there's people that, you know, have been WWE and, and, yeah. and all across the indies and stuff. Yeah, so there's Black Terry in uh, Arenino Calpan. He was, he was the guy that really brought out the rabid dog in me that I mm-hmm. didn't know that I had. So he was like a very rustic, very gritty, very, you know, hit my chest as hard as you can because it's made out of leather anyway. Sure. And uh, brought that out of me, so I knew I had that side. Now, I don't really bring that out often. The last time I brought that out was a match during... Uh, 
Uh, it was a it was a Dallas weekend for GCW against Psycho Clown, and not, okay. and I I have a lot of history with that type of match. Yeah, but I hadn't brought it out in a while, and I got a lot of attention. It was like the highest uh, amount of shirts I've ever sold, uh, you know, based depicting you know my bloody face after that. Nice. Um, which I should probably do those types of matches yeah, more often. Right? You know what I mean? But yeah. I think it's it's I'd, I'd like them few and far between. Uh, that way, the, the people appreciate them a little more. So. Uh, Black Terry brought that out of me. Um, uh, Lucha Brothers, you know, we go back a long time. Uh, Ares, Aramis, you know, a lot of these guys are just so innovative. Mm-hmm. And anytime I get in the, the ring with them to train, you know, your mind is blown. Yeah. So just so many different characters and influences that have, that have really rounded me out to the, the wrestling I am today. So, you know, you started training at, what, 15, 16? Yeah. Before mm-hmm. then, were you a wrestling fan? Absolutely, man. Yeah. I mean, I think we all have a, a general same history. You know, WWF Superstar, Saturday yeah. Morning, Red, yeah. White, and Blue Ropes. Who was your guy uh undertaker man not yeah. gonna lie dude wrestlemania 12 was when i was like man this is really cool mm-hmm. stuff it was like undertaker versus sid right yeah, yeah. no undertaker and diesel oh yeah in a right, casket right. match yep, and i yep, was like yep. somebody's going to die yep <laughs> so i was naive whatever right i think we're yeah. all naive at some point right yeah they're gonna be putting each other in a coffin and somebody's gonna die that's mm-hmm. what i thought mm-hmm. right uh, and then I went to WrestleMania 13. Yeah, WrestleMania 13. And again, so yeah. that whole year. Chicago like, Street Fight. Yes, Cole Cabana made his. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. And that was the um, Bret Hart Austin match. Yeah, you know, Bret a lot Hart of iconic Austin. stuff happened that night. That was Undertaker Sid. Yes, that's that right. was, was one year later. Yep. So that whole year, I was Undertaker, Undertaker. And then he won the belt in my city, and the entire arena went purple. And I was like. I'm doing this. Yeah, this is. I don't know how I'm going to get down there. I'm doing this. Like yeah. this is amazing. This is the best feeling I've ever had. That's awesome. Man. <laughs> so you start training. Um, when was your first match? Were oh, you, what sixteen when you first? Started? Yeah, it had to have been. Man, like 2002, 2001, 2003, wow. maybe somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah, it was the, it was horrible. Uh, I, I still have the tape of it that I don't want to ever get out. But uh, I was I was this green. I don't know if you're ready for this story. Run a sp- an opening spot. Double clothesline spot. This is the beginning of the match. Double yeah. clothesline spot. Don't know what I'm doing. I don't even tag out. I just get out of the ring and I tell my partner to get in the <laughs> ring, dude. Get in, dude. Yeah, hey, man, your turn. And then the ref's like, you got to tag your partner. I was like, oh, okay. And I, <laughs> I, I forgot my, that part. Yeah, egotistically, I just like smack him on the back. All right, go ahead. As, yeah. if, as if I was in the right, dude. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Um, but yeah. When did you first start to get the hang of it and feel comfortable or like proud in a match? Man, proud of always, a match. I think I was always proud. I mean, okay. I don't know why. Sure. I, thought I always I whether was, or not you had the right to be. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. There's always been a weird chip on my shoulder. A little bit of more confidence than there should have been. Sure. Um, it wasn't until three, four years in Lucha where my, my stuff started to get a real fluidity to it, a yeah. real smoothness to it, to where, and then I started calming down and like realizing like it's not about ego. You actually aren't the best. There's so much, so many wrestlers out here that are you yeah. know, that much better than you. So the ego comes down and then you just really start to work towards your craft and making it as clean as possible. And then I was like, oh, okay. And then I started refining, refining, and then now... I mean, hopefully you've seen it. Like, it's, it's a very smooth-looking work oh, yeah. now. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a couple years. Three or four years, I think. Was, was there ever a time where you were considering wearing a mask? So, I did. Okay. There is, there is a history of it. Um, I worked in CMLL a little bit. They wanted me under Chicago Fire. Didn't really like it. Put on the mask. Couple matches. Didn't like it. Took it off. And then I came to the States... And I was working for a promotion in Joliet, Illinois, and they put a mask on, mm-hmm. and it had the hair out and everything. And I was like, eh, it's, it's it's just not my thing, man. So yeah. I just stopped doing it. Yeah. And everybody had already known who I was anyway. So sure. like, what, what am I? Who am I fooling here? Yeah. So I just I just took it off and okay. went back. But I, I did attempt it. It's very uncomffortable. I don't know I how those guys do dude. it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's insane. 
Man, Especially just, the ones that cover the mouth. Like, forget it. I can't breathe as it is. You're going to cover my mouth with a you know a piece of fabric. Forget it. And, I mean, you know, wearing a mask and doing a basic match would be uncomfortable. Oh, but wearing God. a mask and doing, like, Rey Mysterio type stuff, like, that is insane. Not happening. So, yeah. That's why it didn't last. <laughs> uh, man, so, uh, so when was your first time down in Mexico? How old so were you? yeah, definitely. Uh, I definitely graduated first. Mom was like, "You got to graduate, then you can do whatever you want." Um, I was working these enormous. I had no reason being on these shows as young as I was, but like two or three thousand people: Santo, Demon, Wagner, Parka. Mm-hmm. All these legends are coming through. Packed house in Chicago. Yeah, wow. at the Congress Theater, man, iconic theater that uh, used to have these mega cards. And that was where I really learned that I, you know, could in fact work at my best in front of a larger crowd. And the addiction started more and more. Like, oh, I want to do this. Like, where's Mexico City? I want to do that. So um, there was a guy, Tarzan Boy, who was CMLL's like top dog at the time, bro. Just a super stacked, good-looking guy with the curly hair. And I used to come out, you know, politically incorrect, and I used to throw tortillas out in the crowd to the mm-hmm. Mexicans because whatever, like, just to get heat, just get yeah. the nuclear heat however I could, right? That's yeah. what I wanted to do. He saw the show and was like, hey, man, like, I don't speak a lot of English, but please come to Mexico City whenever you want. Here's my number. And I, I had this piece of paper, and I said, all right, yeah, no problem. Like, whatever. Someday I'll be there, and I'll have this piece of paper. It had, like, you know, a million numbers on it because mm-hmm. it's a lot more numbers in Mexico. I ventured down there on my own, had this piece of paper. Called him multiple times from the hotel. No answer, right? Yeah. I'm down there three days. I'm scared to leave my hotel. I'm like, yeah. man, dude, this. I'm probably going to get kidnapped, and I'm never going to be alive again yeah. after this, right? Yeah. Called the number one more time. He answers. He comes to the hotel, picks me up, takes me to Arena, Mexico. Wow. Into the top class of the top class. Guerrero, all of – anybody you can name in CMLL, mm-hmm. like – and I'm just there. I'm just this 16-year-old, 17-year-old kid just there rolling around with the best in the world. I yeah. didn't know at the time. I have no idea who these guys are. I know yeah. who Tarzan Boy is because yeah. he said he liked yeah. me. And I uh, rolled around a little bit. Uh, I really just lasted there as long as my money could. And, sure. You know, I had a little bit of delivery money. Yeah. Then I had to, like, leave. Like, I, you yeah. know, I can't survive. I don't speak this, the language yet. Like, yeah. I just had to leave. Uh, so it was, like, basically right out of high school. Wow. Yeah. Pretty crazy adventure, man. But, I, I mean, I got that little shot of lucha and mm-hmm. i was like i'm in i just yeah. don't have any more money to do it right now okay. so i came back worked a bunch saved money went back down started you know ping-ponging back and forth because mm-hmm. the visa is only good for six months yeah. blah blah, blah yeah. you know and uh it just started snowballing until one time later on i just stayed after the visa and like stayed for two years yeah i was like i'll probably get in trouble but you know what i love this sport so yeah. like whatever what's it, what, what are they gonna do throw me in jail maybe but would you if, call yourself fluent in Spanish? I am now, 100%. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I go down there, and I was just in Bandito's gym, uh, and they were like, we, are, we don't believe that you're not Hispanic. It doesn't make sense how well you're speaking this <laughs> yeah. language. Like, they're, they're mind-blown, dude. Yeah. All the kids are just like, you're incredible. You're like a chameleon. We don't know where you come from, but you're amazing. That's cool, yeah, man. Yeah. Do yeah, you, you ever see yourself like just living down, like buying a house, <laughs> actually being... A resident? Yeah, I mean, I could see... Definitely not now. I got a little one now up okay. here, so she's going yep. to school and stuff. But um, I would. Why not, right? I mean, yeah. I love the sport. Maybe I'll, you know, be an agent for AAA or something. I, I am thinking farther on down the line to, to what's going to happen in my career. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's always a possibility. Mexico is a very beautiful country. Yeah. Politically, it's not the best. But, you know, you can make it work if you have... Uh, 
you know, ambition and drive. Yeah. You can make anything work. So you really just started to get your name out in Mexico in for, at first, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So I was not doing anything in American Indies up here. Like there was, you know, it wasn't as open as it is now. It wasn't as nice as it is now. Everybody's accepting everything. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I definitely started making some noise, knocking on some doors, AAA's door, CMLO's door. One of the ones that opened was uh, an arena in Arena Calpan. It's IWRG, they call it. And I, that's where I was like, well, I have to stay because there's kind of a push here. I have a trio that I made with my name. Like, I, we won belts and stuff. I was like, that's when I stayed for the two years because things were happening. You know what I'm saying? I, my name started, you know, making the, the sheets or whatever. And it started sure. to become a thing, you know. Yeah. Came back here, realized that I can definitely bring the Lucha influence into the American Indies. And this really was off to the races after yeah. that. Um, and I think I've done a pretty good job, man. Like, I brought a lot of the Lucha talent into the States mm -hmm. for GCW. I know who does what and how it would work and, you know, just kind of infiltrating these companies I'm working for. And it's really working out well. Who gave you kind of like your first shot in the States and, and who did you have to uh, Definitely. We got a shout out AAW. Okay. Um, yeah. I was working with a guy, Mini Charlie Manson. Um, we were so nervous, dude. It was him versus uh, myself. And we had to go out there and kill it. And we did, Lucha style, got super over, came to the back, and he was like, here's the dates for the rest of the year. That's awesome. And it was January. Yeah. So it was the, re and like, we looked at each other, we go, man, we did it. And yeah. like, from then on, it was Gringo Loco, the Lucha guy, yep. doing all of this different style stuff. That's great. In his hometown. So That's definitely cool. AAW. That's yeah. awesome, man. Mm -hmm. So you still live in Chicago? I do. Awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, Windy City. Nice, man. <laughs> so uh, what's uh, what's something that, you know, we... we you you make sure that friends experience when they come visit you in Chicago. Oh, touristy stuff. Yeah, you know you got to go to the Bean. You got to have deep dish pizza. You okay. got to go to you know quads or or Lou Malnati's. Lou Malnati's is the top of the list. Okay. Every other list is not uh, reality. Okay, so Pequods is fine if you know you want decent pizza, but if you want the best, it's Lou Malnati's, bro. Okay, for real. It's I mean to me, there's no comparison between that and Giordano's and any other one that you would have on your list, but. Absolutely. Have you had it? I have not. Oh, I got it. You know, go, we though. can ship them nationwide. Really? I might have to do this for you. Okay. Do you like sausage? Yes. I I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to get your info. Nice. Like, it's dude. definitely worth sending to you. That sounds amazing. Yeah. So, the Chicago hot dog, I also have not tried, but <laughs> is it true that the, the, the Chicago hot dog is actually a myth? That it's, that it's not like sh real Chicagoans don't actually eat the like all the toppings on it? Real Chicagoans? Oh, no. We eat all the toppings. You eat all it. the yeah, toppings? Yeah. Do you okay. know about Portillo's? I've heard of Portillo's. Okay, no, that's like, that can also be shipped. Okay. It can be in the same, nice, be in the same little box. Wow, you're going to give me the starter pack, the, uh, dude. The Italian beefs, the, the hot dogs, anything on this menu, man, is okay. fantastic. It is packed all the time, whether it's lunchtime or not. There's a line out the door, brother. I just went there the other day. It was fantastic. So that show, The Bear, you watch it? I don't. Okay, there's a show called The Bear on Hulu. I have heard that I should, though. Yeah, I was yeah. just curious. You know, I just brought it up to see if it was mm -hmm. accurate, but we'll move on. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, so, if, okay, so just out of, out, of, out of left field, if there was any musician that you could, if you were just like had had free range to choose any musician to make a gringo loco theme song and perform it live for you who would it be man this is easy bro i have them uh, on my arm here so I'm a, I'm a dubstep head i like heavy bass music okay very into the edm scene it would definitely be excision by far anybody watching this knows what the answer was going to be okay i am just you know over the moon about this music and i have been for about seven years uh you know during covid we started doing like little um 
little like get togethers where we would throw our own little concerts because there wasn't anywhere to go yeah. for concerts or whatever. So uh, definitely would be excision by far. What got yeah. you into to EDM? Uh, I, I've always liked bass music in general, so it didn't have to be EDM. Like um, I used to be like a hip hop guy or whatever, but like yeah. bass music in general is where my heart lies, and I don't know why. I can't explain it, but I just like the the angriness of it all. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, like yeah. I think we all have a lot of rage inside, yeah. right? We're not. Well, I mean, get, we're not going to get I'm too deep, but like metal and hardcore guys. That's so, what I'm yeah, saying. Like yeah. it, it definitely infuses a lot of our that type of music with yeah. us and. Uh, Production wise, if you want to go into that, it's just I don't think anything touches it right now. Like, it's the biggest stage in North America that was just built at a festival. Mm-hmm. It was at yeah. uh, in, in September called Lost Land. So, okay, we're talking like majorly cool stuff, and I'm just a part of it as it's happening. You know, yeah. it was year five. I've been there, been there, you know, all five years. Yeah. We listen to it every day, you know, on the weekends. If I'm if I'm off on a weekend, I'm looking for the city to fly to wherever the the, the shows are. So, it's pretty it's a it's a pretty bad obsession at this point. Can someone have a good time sober? Whoo, man! I'm the wrong person to ask that. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, I have seen people act like they're having a good time. Okay, but I've never drinks are, are, are man, probably flowing. What a question yeah. to ask me. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it's possible, but I have never dabbled in that okay, life. Okay. So I, sure. I am usually the guy that goes a little crazy sure. in the group. Nice. But, I mean, Loco is in the name. It's not yeah. Gringo Normal. It's, yeah, it's, it's not Gringo, gringo Loco. It's Sober dude. Life. It's, you know, Gringo Loco. So. Uh, I don't know. Have you tried? I've gone to a yeah. I've gone to a couple. I wasn't sober though, so that's what know, I'm saying. So you curious. haven't. I have not gone sober. I don't. So. Yep. Well, I, don't, I mean, I guess there's a there's an area for the sober the the, the straight edge EDM heads. Shout Man. out. You know. Hey, all three of you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, whatever, whatever yeah. they want to do, hey. right? But it's just not for me. I'm going to rage hard. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice man. Best one you've ever been to? Whew. It's Lost Lands. It's a festival that he throws for three days. It's camping. Uh, it's just three days of just, it, it's not just rage, headbanging. There's like a community and a feeling of togetherness. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like-minded. Everybody is all about it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all the like-minded people from all over the country that get together for three or four days. And then when it is time to rage, we go crazy. But before that, it's very mellow, very mm-hmm. like, you know, we're here with each other and we're happy and we want it to keep going. You nice, know what I mean? Dude. We just want yeah. it to continue. We don't want anybody to be outed and then they can't come anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so... Nice, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. So, if uh, if I had to ask you, like, uh, well, I will ask you, yeah. what what was a pinch me moment in early in in your career where you were just like, I can't believe this? Was it maybe when you first went to Arena Mexico? Or? So I didn't realize how big that was in the moment. So yeah. it wasn't pinch me. I, maybe getting to Mexico the first time absolutely was like, yo, I'm here. I don't speak the language. It's more scary. Sure. But I've had recently some pinch me moments, man. Just recently, when I was at Triple Mania for the first time, yeah. invited, I was like in Conan's locker room. Yeah. Like, like you're our guest. Here's your locker. It's a big ass locker room with like sofas and whatever. Just the whole thing, right? Mirrors. Yeah. This is Conan's motherfucking locker room. Yeah. And like, I'm backstage at Triple Mania. I get to walk up the stairs, you know, to the stage for the first time. There's a video of it somewhere. And I'm just like, man, this is incredible. This is what I've been working for my entire life and yep. career, man. Yeah. That was a huge pinch me moment for sure. That's awesome. Um, there's been a lot. Like, being announced for Japan is like, pinch me. Please yeah. don't wake up from this because this is the dream coming yeah. true. So there's there's been more recently than in my past. The past has just been like, it's time to get to work. Yeah, Make sure you're going to make things happen for yourself. It's been more focused on Grinding. making things happen. Yeah. 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 
So now it's like all the pinch me moments are happening at once. Yeah, so, yeah you've I just worked is, to that point. Yeah, exactly. That's dope. no, it's been fantastic. Twenty years of of grinding hard, yeah. and and you've finally gotten to a point where you you you've you know you're being able to enjoy the fruit of your your labor. Yeah, a lot of the fans are like much deserved. I mean, that's yeah. what I keep seeing on Twitter on Instagram. They're like, if anybody has earned it, it's you. Yeah. And it's just like it just fills me with so much emotion, man. That's great. I'm just glad that people noticed. They yeah. they saw the grind. It's not like I'm just this guy that came out of nowhere. This guy's been around a long time, and it's finally happening. So That's awesome. I'm going to just try to continue to do it at a high level for as long as I can. So, so you said uh, you have a kiddo now. Yeah, she wrestles too, man. She wrestles. So proud, dude. Okay. Does head scissors. Ten. Wow. Does head scissors off the top like a champ. And I'm just dude. not saying that because I'm her dad. She's she's... She's legit, dude. I'm going to show you the video after we're done dude, with this. Dude, that's you're, awesome. You're not going to believe it. You're going to send me the pizza. You're going to send me the... The, <laughs> the dog. The, yep. And Italian you're going to show me... Yeah. yeah. So, what, uh, you think you'll ever see a time where you can tag team with your daughter? Oh, my God. I would love that. First, got to go one-on-one to make sure okay. she can hang with yes. the base guy. Yes. And then if she passes that test, I will definitely... Uh, team with her Why not Awesome you man know, The base duo That's what we are on uh, TikTok Really <laughs> She came up with it dude That's awesome yeah. man yeah. Right on man Well dude So you know One of my questions I always ask um, You know what does the defiance mean to you? But, you know, you, you are – this is your first show here at Defy, yeah. so you really haven't been able to experience what mm-hmm. we call the defiance is a community. Mm-hmm. We, we we have the fans, and but the wrestlers, it's all part of this one, you know, kind of community. But uh, what are you looking forward to, you know, with here at Defy? Well – First off, like up until this point right now, everybody has been extremely nice, mm-hmm. uh, very welcoming, very just genuine. You can feel the genuineness from everyone. What I'm looking forward to the most, I mean, the fans uh, are telling me how raucous this crowd this mm-hmm. crowd gets, and I'm ready to hear it. I want to see because I bring some stuff to the table. You know, I'm not just yeah. coming out here doing normal stuff. I want to no. see if it's legit and like how, as loud as they say it is. I mean, yeah. that's really what I'm I'm trying to hear tonight. Um, and I know that they're smart, so I know that I have to kind of go past the normalness to try sure. to trick them a little bit. Not and, just a uh, headlock, you know? Exactly. <laughs> so uh, looking forward to seeing how loud they are. That's awesome. 100%, yeah. Right on, man. Well, uh, my last question for you, dude, is uh, pick a scar on your body. Show us if you can, but at least tell us the story of how you got it. Oh. It doesn't have to be wrestling related. Yeah. I don't, do I have scars, man? I mean, I got a bee sting scar. It's kind of a lame story, though. <laughs> um, yeah, so I got stung by a bee and it hurt a lot, and the circle is still there. I don't have any. I don't have a lot of scars on there. Well, that's a good thing. I don't do the deathmatch stuff often. Hey, that's a good thing, man. Uh, yeah, honestly, I'm thinking I don't have anything. No legs, nothing. No, not really. Twenty years and no scars. I dude. know, no wow. broken bones Knock either, man. No, right? seriously, no broken bones in twenty years, bro. Damn, dude. That's taking it pretty easy, I guess. Right on, man. <laughs> just well, been pretty lucky. Any final words for Seattle and the Defiance? I just thank you so much for being so welcoming, man. I'm I'm just so stoked to be here at Defy. Uh, if you want to follow me, it's uh, I am Base God on Instagram and Gringo Loco OG on Twitter. And you can DM me for anything that you like. I answer every single wow. message that comes through. That's so awesome. I appreciate them because I do what I do for them. Yeah, every single time. So. Thank you guys for having me, man. Yeah, thank yeah, you, man. Absolutely, bro. Pleasure's all mine. Raise that your face!